0: on the Aggie Sports Network. From Learfield IMG College, Aggie basketball has been brought to you by Guild Mortgage, Own What Matters, Zion's Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business, The Logo Shop, We Logo Stuff. Also by Icon, empowering a more active, balanced lifestyle.
1: Welcome to Aggie Post Game. Here's Scott Gerard. This is why assistant coaches are so great at their job, is Coach Beckard and I have just completely lost our minds. Uh, I think I lost about 12 pounds worth of sweat tonight. Um, and uh, Austin Hanson walks over here, suit still, looks immaculate, <laughs> buttoned up, looks perfectly fine, cool, calm, collect. Coach, uh, I, I've watched a lot of basketball. That game was... A crazy back and forth, and it looked like you guys were done but I talk, we talked to Kate and Amish he said there's no panic
2: was there any panic on your end there really wasn't you know we just uh you got to give our kids a lot of credit I mean they just hung in there and just kept battling and battling and that's what we talked about uh in each timeout: is hey let's keep uh, let's keep cutting this thing in half and uh and we did we just stayed with it and you know we had some hiccups out there their pressure again um it bothered us a little bit it sped us up and and um you know at times we played a little bit faster than we wanted to and um, you know, we, we we turned it over a little bit. Maybe took uh, some quick shots that that are a little bit uncharacteristic. But you know what, we we pride ourselves on the defensive end, and you know we made an adjustment to go to the one three one, and it, and it was terrific. And you know, uh, Da up on top, uh, being in the middle, and and then really Sean Berstow came in. Um, and his size and his length uh, really bothered them. You know, he had the, the Jackson kid on his side of the floor, and they really struggled to get it over to him in the corner. Yeah. And, um, and, and we just did a really good job of knowing, knowing personnel, you know, knowing who sh- shooters were out on the floor, who non-shooters were, and our guys were terrific in it.
1: You know, you mentioned this did feel, I mean, it was last year's game, uh, it was tied at halftime at 39 apiece. Uh, New Mexico had about an eight-point lead midway through the second half, and you guys reeled them in and won the game. This year, tied at halftime. They got up to an 11-point lead in the second half. And, and now this one was far more dramatic as far as the ending goes <laughs> in last year. But, again, you guys, cool, calm, and collected and found a way to get it done.
2: Yeah, and, and we just had guys step forward. You know, uh, Sam picks up his fourth and he's got to go to the bench. And, and Sean came in and, and gave us some really good minutes. You know, you, you don't necessarily see it in the, in the stats. Um, but you know some of the things he done on the floor against the press, hand, handling some of the pressure, you know, with the with um, the, with the ball, and then on the defensive end, like they talked about, just shrinking the floor, knowing who shooters were, um, and, and making other guys uh, uh, put up shots was was huge for us in that zone. And you know, and then we had you know, Da steps up and, and hits a big three, a couple big threes late. Um, being you know, fifteen, fifteen, ten and ten and fifteen, you know, and, and you yeah. don't see that. And really, he was one of the guys that that. Had helped us on the press you know we were able to throw it up to him and and he was able to break that a couple times so we just had some guys step forward that we needed to tonight and and that's what you got to do at this time of the year.
0: Hey, I mean, players make plays, right? We've always said that. But talk about your senior leadership, Diogo Burrito, out there with players that he probably hasn't been in in, in games with, and just kind of willed you to win, I thought. And then and then Sam with a couple really big buckets. Talk about those two seniors.
2: Yeah, they you know they've they've led us all year. Obviously, you know Sam gets a, gets the a recognition. He, he's on on the offensive end and, and really on the defensive end. We always match him up uh, against the, the the toughest offensive player, and and uh, you know he, his, his game speaks. For himself, but Da—I mean, Da—stuck with it all year. That kid is in the gym every day, working on his game, uh, trying to get better. Um, and and he's—you he, know—he's the guy that gets the next toughest uh, offensive player. So those two uh, have really, really led us uh, all year. And so it was great to see both of them step forward. You know, like I said, uh, Sam picks up the fourth, and and Da uh, steps forward on the offensive end, hits a couple threes, um, you know, breaks the press a, a couple times there, and, and finishes at the rim. Um, and so we just had, you know, th- th- that's what you need from your seniors uh, at this time of the year if you're going to keep advancing.
1: So last year, uh, obviously, you had the uh, dogfight in game one. Uh, you rally in game two and play a really clean game. I got to imagine that's that's a lot of the message coming up here and uh, getting ready for the winner of this one here.
2: Yeah, I don't think, uh, you know, I don't think we'll see the, the pressure that, uh, we saw tonight. Um, and, you know, we saw Nevada only once this year. Yeah. Um, had, had two maybe ugly games with Wyoming. Um, but, you know, at this time of the year, you, you gotta, you know, you gotta go back and regroup, uh, try to get as much rest as you can and then prepare, uh, for the next opponent.
1: All right. Apologize for the technical difficulties. Uh, thanks to Austin Hansen for joining us. Glad that didn't happen uh, late in the game. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Was, <laughs> timing is everything. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, Aggies get the win. Final score, 75-70. Coach, you, you've been a part of emotional wins. And not that it was a huge, dramatic, I mean, it wasn't like, you know, the 18-point game against Boise State, you know. It, it wasn't like that. But it did have a feel like it wasn't going to happen, and yeah. then it did happen. Yeah, it, it was the
0: it was the uh, you know oh my goodness this is not not anything that we had expected, and and uh, you know you're 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 preparing for defeat, and then there's a couple shots that just go in, and it's a couple plays that are made, and it's plays that we've made all year long. But you're right, they're just so magnified and one and done. Yeah, hanging over yeah. your
1: head the whole time. Uh, but you know it just it was one of those games where. Look, you got foul trouble. You're not getting calls, um, turnovers, turnovers, offensive rebounds. You're giving up that are leading to points. I mean, there was just so yeah. many things that weren't going your way. And and Sam's on the bench with four fouls, and Utah State can't bring the ball down the
0: court. No, we we couldn't get it past the three point line. Yeah, I mean it was, um, yeah, you it had disaster. <laughs> written all over it and you know we talked earlier but the fans that come in from the opposing teams you know always tend to cheer for the underdog and and uh it, it felt like uh, you know we we just had as many aggie fans as we had i mean there were they, there wasn't much to cheer for yeah but once we started getting them back boy were they loud tonight and they outnumbered um because of sure volume <laughs> everyone else in this building
1: uh it, it certainly was the case let's go through some final stats in this one and kind of recap what we saw. Utah State ends up, and that's the thing, Utah State shot 50% from the 51%, if you round up a little bit. Uh, New Mexico shot 35%. Aggies were 5 of 18 from 3 for just 27%. Uh, New Mexico, 8 of 31 for 25%. It just felt like every time they hit a 3, like, to me, if you would have asked me, you know, with 2 minutes left to go, what's New Mexico shooting for 3? I would have said they're at 42%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because every 3 they made seemed like it was just the biggest 3-point shot. Uh um, uh, but uh, but they shoot twenty five percent and only twenty one percent in the second half. Aggies seventy two percent from the free throw line, including thirteen of seventeen in the second half.
0: Yeah, that's an improvement there, right? And I mean, and they were, you know, Sam. Uh, there, there's another one for you, right? He misses those two, and then you're thinking, oh my goodness, oh three. You know, well, he yeah. missed the front end, but
1: yeah. and then we're thinking, oh my goodness, and he comes, it knocks big ones down down the stretch. Uh, your leading score in this game, obviously, Sam Merrill with twenty nine points. Ten of fifteen shooting, uh, two of five from three, seven of nine from the uh, from the free throw line. Also ends up with uh, three rebounds and uh, one assist in this game, and turned it over three times. Uh, also had one steal in this game. Abel Porter uh, had four points in the night tonight. Played fifteen minutes, and and uh, I probably now's not the time to try to see exactly what his uh, what what his status is tomorrow. But I'm sure it'll come up, and then I'll. I'll uh, look at it more tomorrow, and I'll talk to Coach about it as well. Uh, but we'll try to see exactly, you know, what well, his status is for tomorrow. Well, I mean, he, he came out the first sub, uh, you know, about two or three minutes into
0: the game. And, I mean, he was grimacing. I mean, I, 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 I wrote the note right there that um, yeah. he looked like he was in tremendous pain. And, you know, he battled back and had a couple really huge drives versus the pressure. They, they get extended the Lobos get extended guarding Sam and that opened up some driving lanes and that's where you know Abel's so good and so quick but you know he definitely paid the price for um, some of those hard landings so
1: so he came out did he play in the second half? He did not play in the second half and so uh, there's going to be a lot of work to do to try to get him ready to go in the second half or ready to go tomorrow and I don't know. It
0: tells me that, that once he cools down you know but, he's probably not able to. Well, able no pun intended, yeah. but not not uh, doesn't have the ability to come back, and so you'll you'll want to do some work. And we have a little bit of time until tomorrow. You know, fortunately we're not the nighter nighter. You know, at least we're the you know early game today, and then the nightcap tomorrow. So, a lot of heat, a lot of ice. I don't know what he yeah stem. Heat, stem you know? I don't know. I mean, you know, they say heat and then they say ice. So you know who knows. But you know, I think he knows his body the best, and he's kind of dealt with this all season long, and. Um, yeah, going to have to definitely come back. How about the, the really
1: quiet double-double? Yeah. With 15 rebounds and 10 points by uh, Justin, Justin Bean. Bean. Yeah. 10 points, 15 rebounds, uh, two assists in this game. Uh, Namiya Keda ends up with eight points and seven rebounds in this game. And remember, he dealt with foul trouble. He picked up two fouls in the first, I want to say, 445 of the game. Yeah, probably about that. Yeah, he was out for yeah 15 minutes plus. Seven points for Brock Miller. Alfonso Anderson with two points. He played 15 minutes in the game. Uh, Sean Beristow, and I want to talk about Sean a little bit because there were obviously some freshman mistakes from Sean. Uh, No points in the game, 0 for 1 from the field, had uh, three rebounds, uh, one assist, uh, turned it over a couple times, had a steal in this game. But, you know, he battled. And and I love the fact that Austin Hansen came out and talked about what he meant from a size standpoint out on the court. That doesn't show up in a box score. No, a lot of what he did. And and
0: you know what? uh, You know, he had the charge that was a little uncharacteristic, right? And he had a turnover underneath the Lobo basket. Yeah. Um, But after that, what he did was facilitate. He didn't overdo it. You know, he had an open three that if, if um, you know, just, just misses. But he really didn't overdo it. He took care of the basketball. He really helps with the press because he can stay back behind. And what he can do, Scotty, is put that ball above his head and throw it over the top of everyone because he can see it. Where some of the smaller, um, which were really not small, but yeah. some of the smaller guards, you know, were unable to do, and so, and then in that in that zone, I mean, he was covering three point line all the way under the rim and back. I mean, it was wind sprints for him. I watched him out there, and you know, I, I pointed out the fact that he gave us some
1: extended minutes, and you said he has to, and
0: you know what, he fulfilled the bill.
1: Uh, I want to go through some of the. Uh, so let's see here. Um, Sam Merrill got the game tied up at the uh, 320 mark. And that's where it just got really fun. Just, I mean, back and forth, back and forth. Utah State hits a bucket. Uh, New Mexico hits a bucket. Utah State hits a three. Sam hit that straightaway three. And remember, New Mexico answered right back. Jackson had a big three of his own. And then Diogo Brito, the shot of the game with 108 left to go in the game. It's tied up at 70 apiece. Uh, Diogo Brito hits the three. It's an assisted by Sam Merrill. Uh, Jackson missed the three on the other end. Then Justin Bean gets the layup with 19 seconds left, giving the Aggies a five-point lead. Jackson misses a three. Manigault misses the three. Barristow gets the rebound, and the game's over. I mean, we don't have any free throws. We don't have any of that coming down the stretch. No,
0: I mean, and they didn't, uh, you know, they had conceded at that point and And, uh, you know, they shot themselves into it, and, and. uh you know, because of um, a, gr- a really a great scouting report, you know, they shot themselves out of it, and, and uh, the Aggies were able to take advantage, right? It's it's a kill. It's the kill. It's back-to-back yep. kills that
1: really, uh, you know, got them got uh, up over the hump. Aggies get the win and uh, survive and advance, and that's exactly what it was tonight. You survived and you advanced and the Aggies will play tomorrow night. Uh, take a quick break, come back. We'll continue on talking uh, Utah State basketball. Aggies get it done, 75-70, and you heard it all right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. All right, final score on this one, 75-70. Nevada is about to tip things off, and... And, uh, you know, if, if records hold, this might be an easy win. But, again, hey, you know what? It's the tournament. You never know.
0: Yeah, I, like I said, I thought yesterday was an easy win. Well, actually, I thought yesterday would be a pretty good game. But, you know, I, I, I watched Wyoming come out and, you know, uh Jake, Jake uh, Hendricks, yeah, the Skyview kid. Skyview makes um, just uh, three straight threes and just an unbelievable effort. And then it was down. It's a tournament, and it's it's hard to come back. I mean, you saw what happened with the Aggies. I mean, that's you know, on paper, that's a game we win by um, eleven and a half points. Yeah. Um, right. and it was never <laughs> going to be eleven and a half points. <laughs> so.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. you know, Utah State was up by 13. Yeah, and, midway through the uh, first half and then you know what it's it kind of felt like the same thing that happened in Albuquerque where foul trouble turnovers they start hitting threes and it just and it snowballed a little bit yeah And, and and after that it was just a dog fight the rest of the game and and I think look if Kata doesn't get into foul trouble Merrill doesn't get into foul trouble Porter stays healthy uh you know all those three things happen. Utah State probably does win this game by 10 or 11.
0: Yeah, and I think Cata really was the X factor in this game. Obviously foul trouble and then a little bit of, um, you know, rhythm, right? I mean, it's hard to sit out and then try to come in and play and just never really got – he never really quite got going offensively. And and they do a good job of doubling before he catches the ball. And they double from the back. And that, you know, that bothers him a little bit um, clearly. So, um, you know, that may be a, something that we'll need to work on as other teams will obviously scout and watch that.
1: So with Utah State uh, getting the W, uh, and I want to make sure I get this right, uh, the game tomorrow, get ready to stay up late, folks, because it's going to be a late one. Um, Hold on a sec here. Pull up the bracket here. Make sure I get my times right. Uh, And that one does not have the times on it. Hold on a second here. Um, But it will be, I think, I want to say it's a 9 o'clock start Mountain time. Sorry. Yeah, those. sometimes you pull those up and they didn't have the times on them. but We'll get it here. Hold on. This is awesome radio right now. Yeah, why. this is, a, this this is, is a, why, again, yeah. Radio 101, never paint yourself in a corner.
0: <laughs> Bring it up before you're ready to go. Yeah, okay, exactly. Got to make a note of that. You always
1: but. know what you're going to talk about. Uh, that game tomorrow. And, of course, that one doesn't have the time on it. That's yeah.
0: awesome. I'll tell you what, watching, watching these two teams warm up, you know, if you're Wyoming— you're playing. We are in Vegas. By the way, so it'll be eight thirty. It'll
1: be nine thirty uh, Mountain Time. Eight thirty. So we'll be on the air. If you're listening to us in Utah, we'll be on the air at nine o'clock p.m. for pregame show. Nine thirty tip off.
0: Well, we've had some of those late games before, and we've got we've got fans that should be driving up here right oh, now. Oh well, so I tell you what, tell you yeah, that. that's the other thing too. <laughs>
1: uh, if you if you listen to the game tonight, and you're like, yeah, I want to see how they do that first game. Get down here, fill this arena up, and uh, get ready for a fun one because. Utah State's already beaten Nevada once this year. They beat them by ten in Logan. Yeah. And um, and and that's certainly, a, but it's certainly a good team. Jalen Harris, in my opinion, is the best player in the Mountain West Conference.
0: Well, he's certainly, you know, he's certainly shown that. And uh, you know, he may not have been selected a lot of times. That's a a
1: product of how your team does. But best player, best team. Yeah. yeah and that's he, why Malachi Flynn got it.
0: Yeah, but he is an. He, you're right. He is an unbelievable player. And and. Uh, he he can he can really give you fits and and uh, yeah the Aggies will be up against it that's for sure and the tight the tight shorts will be back. Oh, he did have tight shorts. I'm just
1: saying. No, they're I know. They're short and tight. It was a John Stockton. No, been no, I'm just saying like you know I I was thinking maybe Utah State goes back to the throwbacks. Oh, we should because they're two and zero. Yeah, at the throwbacks. Yeah, so. I was surprised. Let's roll.
0: Yeah, we need to we maybe need to bring that uh, bring those back.
1: All right, we'll take another break. Come back and. Uh, and uh, see if we can get Craig Smith. If not, we'll wrap this thing up and uh, and uh, get on our way. But Utah State gets it done, 75-70 on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Final in this one, 75-70. Utah State gets a dramatic victory over the Lobos. Uh, I don't look, and again, I said this. Uh, when we started the post-game show, Sam Merrill deserves every amount of, of accolades and high fives he's going to get. But to me, if I go to player of the game, and we are announcing our player of the game, um, I'm going Diogo Brito.
0: Yeah, I mean, 100%. And, uh, you know, even though the shot by Sam was, was huge, and, uh, and obviously 30 points is is uh, unbelievable, the, the difference maker in the game, you know, was when Sam was out and Diogo really willed that team. You know, and I think that's that's what you're getting at.
1: You know, you have to go all the way back if you look at the game against Nevada. Now, remember, Utah State played Nevada, let's see here, January 11th. And this is when Utah State was in a bit of a funk, too. Yeah. Remember, they had lost mm-hmm. back-to-back games uh, to Air Force and UNLV. And so things weren't going particularly well for the team at that point. Uh, they played Nevada. They got the victory 80-70. to Uh Going down the point totals in this game, Kata had 19 and 7 in that game. Merrill had 12 and 8. Also dished out 8 assists 12, 8, and 8 in that game. Uh, Abel Porter had 10, 5, and 4. Abel had a nice night. Brock Miller uh, had 11 points, 2 rebounds, and 1 assist. Brock Miller shot 7 free throws in that. That's a career high for Brock. Uh, let's see here. Sean Barristow had eight. He played 23 minutes in that game, and they may need another 23 minutes from him.
0: Yeah, they're going to need some minutes from some guys, and, and they're going to have to make an adjustment. I mean, I'm I'm not saying that we won't see, uh, you know, Abel Porter, but man, it's it's uh, highly unlikely that uh, that he's at full strength. And and Diogo, right? Yeah, Di- gonna Yo- have
1: to... Diogo had 12 points and played 28 minutes in that game. Yeah guy you want to keep an eye on in this one and he is just special and he was special in that game against in logan Uh, jalen harris had 31 points in that game in logan Uh, also had three rebounds and three assists but that dude is a really really special player yeah he does it with a
0: poker face too it's just hard to you know it's just uh, he just gets down to business never really makes a big deal about anything
1: Whew. By the way, nice put-back dunk Playing for Wyoming. Yeah, Wyoming and Nevada are underway. Wyoming just got a bucket. Uh, so, yeah, that's – and by the way, Jazz Johnson, uh, one of the best three-point shooters in the country. Uh, he was only three of eight in that game, and that's a bad night for him, but he still had 18 points. Yeah. And uh, let's see here, seven points from Zane Meeks. Kane Milling had a few points in that one. So, But really, it's about Jazz Johnson – and uh, Jalen Harris, those are your two players to keep an eye on.
0: Yeah, I mean, and... And, you and know, I probably and
1: should be a little careful because I know they're playing Wyoming right now, but... Yeah,
0: but you do have two guys that can score 30 points. So that's that, that makes it, you know, you better be keying
1: in on them. And Wyoming is hot right now. Jake Hendricks, the Skyview grad, just launched a three. Couldn't get it to go. Uh, but there you go. Let's pause 10 seconds for local stations to identify themselves. You're listening to Aggie Basketball from Learfield IMG College. I know you're just looking at Nevada right now, but what what do you see out of this team as far as strengths and weaknesses on and Nevada? Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, Nevada Nevada's been kind of this way all season long. They they are a little heckle and jekyll as well, right? Because they tried to find themselves early on, and um, this is this it's uh, it's all about this pressure and and getting out getting out on the break with them, and they're just so free and easy when they when they're when they're doing well. But they are also a team that that has a tendency to kind of implode a little bit. So what the Aggies need to do is keep keep on that sound defense I mean that's really what it would be all about
1: yeah Aggies led in that game by 18 points with 10 minutes left to go in the game uh, and, and frankly led wire to wire too
0: yeah I mean it was um, it, it was kind of a letdown our, fa- our fans were out in droves that day and you know I mean they were all you know screaming fire extinguisher and the, you know such a you know last the, the 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 game from last year just kind of resonated and that was just way too much for you know and this is the players that are out there now they don't they don't know what the, they were getting yelled at because none of them were here last year yeah
1: that's true you know what I mean so all right final in this one Utah State gets a W 75 to 70 big thanks to Namiya Keda also big thanks to uh, uh, Austin Hansen who joined us and, uh, and so many others as Utah State gets it done tonight in dramatic fashion, 75-70 to 70 over the New Mexico Lobos. Big thanks Ooh. to everyone who helped us out on the broadcast tonight, Alex Lumberg, also our boy uh, Ajay Salveson for keeping us on the air for uh, Coach Beckard. Any final thoughts on this one? No, just um, great, great, great day to be an Aggie, and, and uh, let's go get another one tomorrow. Let's go get that W. Dubs. We- uh, we'll be back on there at 9 o'clock, uh, pregame show, 9.30 tip-off. You're ready for a late one tomorrow, and hopefully it ends the same way this one ended tonight. Final on this one. Utah State gets the W, 75-70, and you heard it all right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.
0: On the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, Aggie basketball has been brought to you by Ford. Go further. S.E. Needham Jewelers, where Utah gets engaged. America First Credit Union, financial solutions for every need. And by New York Life. Be good at life. The proceeding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Aggie Sports Network.